Give me your money, bitch. Hey, wait, wait, I know you. Oh my God, you're the guy from that River Dudes podcast. Shut up and give me your money, bitch. Guess not. gentlemen welcome to the river dudes podcast i am your host ej leeson welcome to the show uh with me today as always my co-host airhorn ross jones what's up dude <laughs> what's up, man? how's it going good how you doing uh how's that name nickname going I, li- I like it i like yeah it. it's sticking it's sticking okay yeah. good yeah. um and with us today is a very special guest uh no stranger to the show and no stranger to love. Uh, <laughs> Chris Conforti, welcome to the show, man. This is like 10th hey. episode. This is 10th. Is it? Yeah. No. I, th- I think this is your 7th episode. <laughs> I was going to say, we need to have a bigger celebration here for my 10th episode. Yeah. No stranger to love. That was a good one. Yeah, you get, yeah. Um, I get Yeah. I get that. I you get, get that, that reference? You know what I'm doing? All right. So, um, so, Chris, what's new? What's happening, man? Nothing. So you just lived in this void of nothingness until you did this show? That's what it feels like. Oh my god. It's just like, I feel like the this first is time a I went out into public. Right. <laughs> I've just been stuck in my house wondering when I'm going to be back into the show. You've been in isolation for like two weeks. Just sitting there going... When's it gonna happen? <laughs> I, sit, I sit at my house right by my phone, just waiting for the call, and it never comes. Oh man! Oh man! Sorry, dude. Um. Well, I I know. Well, he's on like every other episode. So. Yeah, I try to I, I try to get you out as much as I can, man. I'm I feel sorry. Like, I feel like this is the it's like the Jimmy Kimmel thing. It's like apologies to Matt Damon. Like you're, <laughs> you're eagerly looking yeah. for everybody else to get in there, and then it's like, oh no. <laughs> I guess we'll just call Chris. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's, he's our go-to every time we don't have anybody. Yeah. No, no. Actually, no, no. what I happened kinda... was I did want you back for this episode. Uh, good. Because yeah. I, do- I was doing one of those no-shave things up until you called me back, and it was starting to get a little long. Really? Um, you know no one can actually see you? They just listen to this? Which is perfect because nobody knows if i'm telling the truth or not <laughs> well yeah, roy was on last, last week and he's like i have a huge beard and everybody believed him he's like i don't have a beard <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was what you missed last week that's all we talked about for, for 50 minutes yeah, no um that must have been a riveting episode oh he's so good a lot of viewers everybody um, liked roy a lot of listeners everybody likes you too chris yeah, well, that's good. I'm happy to hear. Yeah, this no, you are you are like a favorite <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Well, that's good. Because you are the only guest we normally have. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> your chances of being a favorite are really high. I am a hot commodity. What can right. I say? Um, no, no, no. Um, Chris, we are very happy that you're back to join us. Yeah. Um, what What did you think of this episode? Or do you want to wait and we'll talk about it later? 
I think it. Well, you just said that everybody was like a like I'm one of the hottest people on the show, and I don't want to disappoint people in the beginning of the show, so I'm gonna save it for the the later part of the show okay. when I discuss my. We'll do our ratings later. On this yeah, episode. I think I understand what you're saying. All right, cool. Um, guys, <laughs> today we are talking about season two, uh, chapter twenty seven. The Hills Have Eyes, which actually shares the, the movie. Title. The movie. Oh, wow. What a wow. Guy. He just him off. Holy God. Like, I know this. It's a movie. Oh, oh, yeah? It's a movie. Oh, yeah, Mr. Airhorn Jones. Who does it star? Yeah. I never saw it, but I heard of it. You, uh, you can't see me, guys, but I'm literally doing You Can't See Me to Ross. Oh. <laughs> we can tell who's the mark on this uh, show. I, I, know, I know it's a horror movie. I know it's recent, but I don't know who stars in it. Definitely not okay. recent. But it's a recent remake. A remake. Right. That's yes. But I know, so take I it away. I don't know okay. the original. So the original was from 1977, oh. um, directed by and written by Wes Craven. Ah, that did Scream. Right, right, yeah, and Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. um, and The Hills of Eyes, The Hills of Eyes, Last, uh, House, Last on House on the Left, yeah. yeah. So there's like, a, and there's actually another reference to a Wes Craven film in this, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so this episode was directed by David Katzenberg, who actually has done episodes of The Goldbergs, um, yeah. I believe Ballers, MTV oh, I Awkward. I like Ballers. I like Ballers. Really, you rock. watch it? Yeah. I I never it's talked good. to you about that. It's good. Really? Yeah. I always wanted to watch it, but I haven't. Season one and two are really good. They're on season three right now. Yeah. But you like it a lot? Yeah. Would you do like a whole podcast on it? I don't have HBO. But then <laughs> 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 I'll buy it. Like... <laughs> All right. All right. We'll talk about it. Is that going to be balling dudes? <laughs> Ball, balling dudes. Baller dudes. Baller dudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but we, uh, but David Katzenberg actually directed uh, episode eight of season one, okay. The Outsiders. That's okay. where Fred loses his construction yeah. people yeah. to Clifford buying them, buying them out and mm-hmm. offering them jobs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Archie and Jughead step up to help. Um, and then... He also, uh, this episode was written by Bryony Patterson and Ross Maxwell. Now, Bryony Patterson wrote The Lost Weekend okay. um, from season one, which is a great episode. Probably one of my favorites. That's Jughead's birthday. They're all solid from season one. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. And then Ross Maxwell, he has done episodes of Teen Wolf and Glee. Um, he did, uh, oh, in Riverdale, he did the... Um, Watcher in the Woods from this season. Oh, yeah. Where Kevin is, like, going for his night jogs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then the Black Hood's out there, you know, causing a ruckus. But um, he also did, uh, like, another episode, Heart of Darkness, which is, like, the fifth episode of the first season. Mm-hmm. And that's a great episode, too. So this episode starts off <clears throat> with Chick... Is really making himself at home at the Coopers. <laughs> he's eating cereal, drinking orange juice, and he's shitting in Betty's bathroom. <laughs> he's like, I like the water pressure in there. Yeah, she's I, like, Why can't you use your bathroom, chick? He's like, I like your water pressure better. Yeah. And she's like, Well, just use your own goddamn bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's pissed about it. Yeah. She's not happy. And, I, and I'll tell you what my favorite scene of this episode is with Chick. Oh, okay. Is it later on, or is it him? Sh- it's in the beginning. Like, oh, with him waving as she was walking out. No, well, it's that it's that scene, but it's when Jughead comes in and he's waiting for Betty downstairs, and yeah. she's looking at him, and he's like, 
okay? <laughs> yeah. like, he's just staring at him. Oh, yeah. And then Jughead looks at him. <coughs> he's yeah, like, oh, you work at the Bijou. <laughs> he's like... I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. I, and, yeah, chicks creeping as yeah. usual. And then the lady looks at them when they're leaving. Yeah, he's just like... Uh, <laughs> staring at them. Um, yeah, so uh, then we cut over where Cheryl and Penelope chat about how life... Um, could have been with Hal. She's like, you were my best shot at love and life with Hal Cooper. She's like, all right, mom, like, chill out. And then Mrs. Yeah. Blossom tells Cheryl um, she doesn't know what love is. Like, she's just like a monster. Yeah, she's just a teenager. She's just a young kid. She doesn't know yeah. what love is. Yeah. Then we cut over to Hiram. And he's giving uh, the Lodge's Lodge to uh, Archie and Veronica. Yeah. Originally just Archie and Veronica, but then he's like, oh, you want to invite Betty and Jughead and right. make and, it a weekend? And yeah, and they're like, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Um, and then he pulls Archie aside and tells Archie to keep Veronica safe because yeah. he has other families coming in to have a meeting in Riverdale yeah. And he just wants her away from it all just to keep her safe because of everything going on. And with, he said like, and he Putin. said her his security guard will be with him the whole time. Yeah, Andre. Andre. And he's going to, you know, keep her out of sight of like out of harm's way and stuff. So yeah. and Archie's like, All right, cool. Um <laughs> so then FP is looking for work and he's tired of being a soda jerk. Soda jerk. <laughs> I, <laughs> soda love jerk. I love that. Um, and, uh, Old school. <laughs> yeah. And Jughead's like, well, dad, don't worry. There's probably something going to happen for you. He's like, I'm tired of being a soda jerk, Jug. Uh, um, so, then, so then we get where Kevin invites Moose to the movies. Yeah. And he says... Um, and, and Moose is like, oh, you know, I would, but, I'm going uh, with Mitch, Mitch, yeah, I'm going with Midge Mitch, and, yeah. um, and he's like, you want to come with us? And yeah, Kevin, Kevin's like, I don't, no. I don't really want to go. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's, uh, he's like, no. No, no, uh, and, uh, so then we cut over to Veronica and Archie and they're inviting Betty and Jug to go to Shadow Lake yeah. for the weekend and stuff. Yeah. And Cheryl comes in. She's like, where are we all going? I'm so excited to yeah. hang out with you guys. Cheryl thinks she's included, and they're like, it's just couples only. Like, <laughs> Right. They're like, uh, no, you're not coming. It's yeah. a hard no. Yeah. And she's like, um, okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I already feel like crap because of my mom, but yeah. thanks for rubbing that in. Yeah. You guys are a couple, and I'm not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so then we get where Chick meets Jug, uh, what you were talking about before. And they're getting ready to leave to go on their trip to the Lodge's Lodge yeah. and Shadow Lake. And Chick meets Jug. Yeah. And it goes over really well. Well, I in think. the beginning, yeah. <laughs> Not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah. Right? But like, I, don't, I don't pick up those creep vibes from Chuck like you do. Chick? Or Chick, you said yeah. Chuck. Oh, did, oh no, Chuck's weird too. I fuck that guy. No, no, but, uh, but it's, it's not weird until Chick's like, "Oh, you know of the murder?" And Jug's like, "Yeah, Betty told me." And he's like, "We well, better not tell anybody." Yeah, and he gets all pissed. He's at like, him. "Don't tell anyone, right?" Because <laughs> I'm I'm Dave Franco. I was in the Disaster Artist. Um, oh, so Chris, what are what are your thoughts on Chick? I, mean, I, I think I've discussed this at length in other ones. I think Chick sucks. <laughs> Chick sucks. Plain and simple. That dude's weird. Um, He's a weird fellow. His hair. I hate the way he waves. <laughs> he 
away. I hate the way he's taking crabs in Betty's room. <laughs> I just hate the way he looks at people. Ah, it's terrible. Um, so, so we get where the group... And what are... happened to his, his cyber uh, adventures? Like, what happened to that? I, I'm sure he's still doing it. <laughs> behind I, the scenes. Yeah, he's still, like, turning cyber tricks behind <laughs> the camera, you know. Well, that's not his main income anymore. Well, I, I'm sure I'm sure it is his main income, and then the Baijiu is, like... The Baijiu, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, some side <laughs> stuff. Some side money. Um, to So he could buy more You're, milk. You work at the Baijiu. I love what the... Yeah. Like, I love what it's so tells. great. Yeah. And he's, like, yeah... You know about the dead body, right? And he's just like, what? I just wanted to talk to you about the movie theater. Yeah, Joe gets all like, excited. He's like, oh, you work at the Bijou. Yeah. He's like, get over it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so the group arrive at the lodge, and Archie grabs the luggage, which is very much like Archie. Because yeah. Veronica, so Andre's dropping them off. He's like, oh, do you want me to like, help get the luggage? Yeah. She's like, oh, no, Archie's got it. Yeah. And Archie literally is carrying like 15 bags yeah, and then Veronica, Betty are not carrying anything. And then Jughead is literally carrying Betty's purse and <laughs> Archie's stuck with like carrying everything. He's just like, <laughs> it's like piled past his head. And he's just like, well, I got everything guys. Don't worry. And Andre's like, Hey, can we talk for a second? He's like, well, it's kind of heavy. And he's like, listen, don't tell anyone, but I'm going to be off on the side. I'm sure Hiram told you. And then Archie's like, yeah, I got it. I have to go because this is heavy. Yeah. Um, no, but he basically, uh, they go into the lodge um, and then they're like settling, you know, unpacking and stuff. Yeah. And Jug gets a call from Cheryl. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, and, he, and he goes on the front porch. Right. And uh, she tells him about the kiss yeah. that happened between Archie and Betty. Yeah. Um, and she is hoping to spoil the couple's only weekend. Yeah, because she's pissed that she's not there. Right. And right. Jughead doesn't take it too well no. at first. No. Um, and that's when we see where Cheryl meets Tommy mm-hmm. and tells her to get her sapphic serpent hands off of her. Mm-hmm. Um, which plays into something later that we find out about Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Because sapphic um, is... Of or relating to, um, like, feminine poetry, but also, like, lesbianism. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if you guys knew that, but... (laughs) But I thought that was kind of, like, interesting, because she's like, get your hands off me, you know, at first. Yeah. And then later, we get this huge reveal about her character that I was like, whoa, that's so cool. Like, I I was really um, on board with. Anyways, things go well for V and Archie, and Betty... (laughs) <laughs> Betty and Jughead come to terms with the kiss. Yeah. And boom, um, Bughead. <laughs> okay, so they're talking, and yeah. she's like, oh, you know, he's like, it's kind of, you think Archie's my third rail. And I, I wasn't sure what that meant. Do you know what that means? Third rail? I don't know. And then... Third wheel? No, rail. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what that meant. Oh. But anyways. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so anyways, she is like... What do you mean? He's like, well, you guys live next door to each other. You grew up together. Yeah, he understands. Your window faces the other window. And yeah, yeah, there was a bit of jealousy before. And it is kind of uh, something that bothers me once in a while. But, you know. He understands. I understand. You guys were in the heat of the moment because of the Black Hood. And And because of their history. Right. And 
um, as they're talking, we get the first gag of, <laughs> of this, and we hear Archie, uh, Archie and V getting it on, like, yeah. you know, to Boinkersville. Yeah. Um, that's, so, that's the, that's the first scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first scene that it happens, and yeah. I, I was cracking up laughing. I love their reactions. But Chris, what were you going to say? I have a answer for you. Oh, okay. Thanks to trusty Urban Dictionary. And I could be wrong, but a third rail is an additional rail usually found in subway systems running parallel to existing tracks and sometimes slightly elevated. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that means, oh, I get that totally now. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a Using lot of it sense. as an example. Right. Danger. No trespassing. Third rail. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That That's awesome. Total sense. Yeah, now that makes a lot of sense because I was like, third rail, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard that expression before. So um, <laughs> so then we get where uh, <laughs> the core are drinking some ecto coolers. Not really. I, I think they're... They look like ecto coolers. <laughs> right? I, I, was like, I was like, ooh. I thought but the Veronica same thing. Made, She said they're jalapeno margaritas. Oh, yeah. But because I, I thought she said she was making jalapeno margaritas yeah i mean i think that's what that was supposed to be or let's just okay they're ecto coolers whatever yeah. so anyways who knows? <laughs> yeah. who knows there's some kind of mixed drinks <laughs> and jug they're sitting there and jug starts going like 20 questions on veronica and yeah. her family he's yeah. like so uh what's the name of this place she's like shadow lake he's like i noticed there weren't any like mailboxes she's like yeah everyone likes their privacy up here he's like why where are they hiding you know yeah. it's just, <laughs> just like yeah you, you have you have a basement <laughs> with people bodies down there yeah it's just like uh he's like trying to dig and dig for information but he's like yo chill yeah and so veronica's like okay i see what's going on everyone's still probably upset about this kiss yeah let's just go outside to the hot tub so the group goes to the hot tub yeah. uh to cool off you know kind of um and they talk about the kiss tension mm -hmm. and v proposes that her and jug should kiss and jugs on board like he's like yeah you know this makes sense to me because betty if we have a future fight I could hold that Archie kiss above you and be like, well, you kissed Archie. I, I could get away with doing this crappy thing I'm doing. And Betty's like, I don't know, Archie, like, uh, Jughead, uh, this doesn't seem right or whatever. Yeah. But, because Betty and Archie are kind of like, uh, I don't know. And then Veronica and Jughead are like, well, let's do it. And uh, I'm actually, so they kiss. And I was like, yeah, I could. I wouldn't mind if they ever dated. Like, what do you guys think? Are you kind of like, oh no, Betty Jughead all the way? I mean, uh, Archie would seem to be pissed off about it, like royally oh, sure. pissed. Yeah, no, I don't know. I always, I always wanted Archie and Betty to. Get uh, I could see Archie and Betty, but I can't see Jughead Veronica. See, I, I, I can't see it. I think that would be make an interesting thing because Especially they're so polar. Stuff. Well, yeah, and they're polar opposites of each other. Here's someone who lives in a trailer that came from nothing. Yeah. Here's someone who had wealth her entire life. You know what I mean? And then to, for them to, I don't know, I think it, it would, might be a relationship that would probably. It wouldn't yeah. make any sense, though, because Jughead hates Hiram. He hates the Lodges. He hates everything about them. So I don't think it would ever happen. <laughs> Well, yeah, but... There's I, still more seasons. But, yeah. yeah, there's still more seasons. And also, you have to think of this, um, the conflict 
that it would cause. Yeah, I don't think he. That would be interesting. I don't think he. I don't think he'd want to be a part of that family though. So I'd never. I never think it would work. Not like the way Archie wants to be, but but that that might be something Veronica is attracted to. You know what I mean? There's like a a point where she might be like, well, he doesn't want anything to do with my father. Like Archie was like way in too deep with my dad. Here's Jughead, who's polar opposite. Maybe. Yeah. We could do something. I don't know. With the way these characters have like one scene romantic <laughs> on and offs, it just wouldn't shock me to, to have <laughs> right. that. Yeah, no, it's true. I I don't know. I, I don't think Jughead would want anything to do with Veronica or you know the lodges or anything. Yeah, who knows though? Seriously, I, yeah. I it's like maybe something that can come down the yeah. pipeline. Yeah, you, ne- you never know. It could happen, but I just don't see it. Yeah. So then um, we go back to the rooms and Betty is not really bothered by the kiss that much anymore. And she goes, dark Betty. Yeah. And they get Yeah, she on. brings her wig with her. Yeah. She comes out and she's like, hey, Jughead. You know? <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's like, all right. <laughs> and then we get where V and Archie hear them yeah. going to Boinkstown. Yeah, and, yeah. The, uh, the, the Bed Creek. God. Um, which is very funny. I thought it was a funny gag. Like yeah. I was uh, like – the squeaking, reactions. The it wasn't so much the bed squeaking stuff. It was like the reactions to that happening. Yeah, yeah. On both, both sides. Both times. Yeah. Both times. I actually was a fan. Like yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. But at the same time, it is weird because they're only supposed to be like 16. I don't know. Whatever. But anyways. That is weird. Yeah. That yeah. Is weird. I didn't um, think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just one of the times where I always say the show has a hard time figuring <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> they're like, they are they teenagers? Are they teenagers uh, or are they in their 20s? And it's weird that Alice, I guess, well, Alice is crazy right now because she just hit a dead body anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, like, I'm surprised, like, the parents were all kind of like, oh, yeah, go for it, you know? I don't know. I mean, like, I guess FP would be fine. Alice is probably crazy right now. Fred would be fine about it. I think, yeah, Fred would be like, yeah, I don't know. Alright, Arch, as long and as then, Jug's and, there. And, and, then, and, and then Hiram would be okay with it because he knows Archie's there. Well, yeah, Hiram I, I think Hiram would be, like, idea. the one that should have been, like, more against it, but it was yeah, his no, idea. But so. No, in the beginning, he cared about he didn't yeah. like Archie and he didn't want anything that, he didn't want that to happen. But now he's gained trust in Archie and he likes Archie, so it's completely different now. Yeah. Now he's fine with it. But in the beginning, you wouldn't be fine with it. Right. Yeah. So I, so then we got where V wakes up and she sees Archie chopping wood. Yeah. Um, then she sees him get a text. Like yeah, he looks at his phone and, and he, he disappears looks, into the woods. And then he looks up to see if anybody's watching him and then he walks away. Yeah. So he goes into the woods and she actually um, follows she him. Finds she finds him, him, him there. Yeah. yeah. She follows him. Chatting. She's doing. Yeah. And chatting with Andre. Yeah. And she's pissed. She's and, like, what's going on? Right. She's like, what the heck's this? Yeah. And she's pissed that Arch didn't tell her that Andre was keeping tabs. Like, yeah. he was going to be close by yeah. keeping tabs. She, and... she didn't want him to be anywhere near them until she until he picked them up. Right. On Sunday or whatever. And so they kind of get into, like, a little bit of a fight about it. Yeah. So then Josie, back in Riverdale, finds out that her parents are getting a divorce. And she is, like, not happy about it at all. She's mm-hmm. like, you're getting a divorce from Dad? She's like, well, yeah, you know, me and Sheriff Keller are together now, and we are, we, you know, we're making it more public because, like, we were going to, you know, be blackmailed into coming out anyway, so we're going to just start to make the move, like, you mm-hmm. know. And um, she's just 
pissed. Like, she's like, this is wrong. I I can't believe we're divorcing dad. But it's like, your dad's not even there, and he kind of yeah. sucked anyways. <laughs> no offense, but he, like, walked out during her show. You know what I mean? I, don't, I feel like, why do you care about him so much? Oh, you Josie's know? dad? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you only see him on, like, what, one episode? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so at, they, at her show. <laughs> I, I am interested to see, like, Kevin's mom. Because uh, apparently she's like a soldier fighting overseas. Oh yeah, and stuff. maybe in season three they'll show her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so we get Jug and Archie, um, are in the woods by themselves because yeah. Betty and V are going to town. They went to show shopping. Yeah. Right, and so they're bonding in the woods and they chat about their lives, and I actually loved it. Like I live for those kind of moments what, that they and have. Jughead. Yeah, because yeah. they're like it's like a. You know, there's all this stuff that keeps happening with, like, the Black Hood, the murder of Jason Blossom, all their detective work that you don't really get to see them have, like, a normal conversation. And this is, like, that one time they're like, you know, it's weird because you're my best friend and my and your best friends with my girlfriend mm. who's best friends with your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And if someone just lights a match, we could all explode, you know. And – but – they're laughing about it, you know, like, oh, it's, we're kind of grateful that we have these lives that we're all so close. Yeah. And I was actually, it's probably one of my favorite moments of this episode, to be honest. I like them just sitting on the logs, like, yeah, I I do too. I do too. Yeah. Them, them in, in scenes together when they're just talking, that's, yeah, they're really good. Where there, there's like, I don't know. I just, I really like those small moments. Um, and I, I don't know. I just appreciate them. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so we got where Josie tells Kevin. Um, oh, so he's like, oh, I'm so glad you wanted to meet up with me at Pops because I was thinking of having you star in my musical. Like, I'm getting to direct it this year. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, before you jump ahead, I just want to tell you that our parents are secretly dating. And Kevin is pissed. Like, he's like, what? I didn't even know. And so he, like, goes and talks to his dad about it, and he's just, like, insanely pissed about it because he's thinking about his mom who's overseas, you know, like, fighting. And then here's his dad, like, cheating on her, you know? And he's like, did you tell mom yet? He's like, no, I'm trying to get in contact with her and stuff. But Which I can't be on their side for that. I don't know. What? I think the, that's Sheriff a, Keller and McCoy? Yeah, I just think that's a really crappy thing, especially when he got... Someone who's like fighting overseas and now <laughs> right. gives. I, I I feel like the show's trying to make it seem like it's like this good thing too, and like I said, I, I'm probably not gonna be too much of a fan in, in this one. Yeah, but I just feel like the show's trying to present it in a way as if it's okay, right? And I I don't necessarily think that they've done a good enough job in the opposition to that because they decide pretty. Early on, oh, you know, because initially they're upset <laughs> about it, and then like two scenes later, it's like, oh, we forgive you, and it's like, I, I don't think that they're they're they're, they're not right. The writing hasn't been the best for that, okay? Because they're they're making they're they're making that into a <clears throat> May, yeah. like an acceptable thing, yeah. right? When it really, especially when you and I, maybe it's it's elevated a little bit more for me when you have somebody that's like fighting overseas. Well, see, I, to me, I mean, I think Sheriff Keller is a little bit of a scumbag. Well, okay, so here, if you think about it from this perspective, so Keller is in the wrong, right? 
because he's a is cheating on his wife, and she is like overseas. He didn't even like confront her, or do anything yeah. to, and, and like, he didn't tell Kevin. Kevin doesn't know yeah, until Josie. Tells him. Verse McCoy, whose husband is out. Yeah. Like, choosing to be out. Choosing to be out. Right. It's not, like, any kind of duty. He's just, like, not... And I feel like the, And I feel like they've painted McCoy more as the bad person than the half color sure. in the situation. Could, right. Just and because he's a cop. Just because he's a cop, it's okay that he's... Yeah, and, like, to me, it's even elevated even more so because, like, <laughs> here's somebody that's, like, overseas, like, fighting for, like, every single person on the show. <laughs> right. And here's, like, this, like... Like hack of a cop, like cheating on her, right? Yeah. And, and but they do Sorry, paint Keller fans. <laughs> they do paint McCoy as like the villain in this. But if you really think from her point of view, yeah. like she's actually she's done everything right. Like mm-hmm. she stepped down. She told her daughter. She already told her husband she wants a divorce because she's not happy. You know what I mean? So yeah. she's taking all the right she's steps. Taking the steps, and, yeah. and to her, Sheriff Keller is making her happy. Right now, Sheriff Keller, on the other hand, is handling it very poorly, just like he did with Jason Blossom's murder, just like the Black just, Hood. <laughs> no, I'm Sheriff just kidding. Keller, no, like I, I feel like he kind of sucks, Wayne. Um, yeah, no, I'm I know. Sorry, I'm sure that there's Sheriff Keller fans out there, but I am not a fan. Well, he he he's slipping. Let everything. the hate mail come. I can take it, guys. <laughs> he he's slipping everything under the rug, like like it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, and, and so we get where Betty and V go to town, and V gets her flirt on with the shopkeeper Cassidy. Yeah. Um, and they come outside. And they come across like these guys who are just staring them down, like these three dudes. They're they're not paying attention to it because they're talking about. Like other stuff, yeah. but like these three guys are just like staring them down. It's a very, <laughs> very creepy. It's kind of like cabin fever, like the <laughs> people on the porch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really weird. And so they're kind of like eyeing them up. Um. So then we get back to uh the lodges, uh cabin, and Jug gets a call from FP and says that um no one's getting evicted. Hiram yeah. bought it out. Yeah. And said they can all stay. And the big question here is, why is the party in FP's trailer? It seems a little tight, right? Like, there's, like, 50 people in there. Yeah. And, like, why would you party? Like, can't you guys party in the lawn? I don't know. It was just, like, I was, like, why are there so many people in his trailer? And why is FP so, like, excited about it? Well, I mean, like, he's excited because they don't have to move. He doesn't probably have to look for a job that will be paying more money to, like, rent out an apartment now. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like... He's just happy because the situation is Yeah, they, they to get change. to keep our tra- their trailer, but he, he's not thinking like, oh, well, Iron Man <coughs> bought it out, so right. he, he he owns everything. He he, he controls the whole thing. Like, yeah. But that's why Jughead's so mad about it. Yeah, because Jughead sees it <clears throat> as a smokescreen. He thinks, yeah. oh, big. he's thinking bigger picture. Yeah. Where FP is just like, oh, we did it. Like, thank God for Hiram now. You know, like yeah. he's on board with everything. Yeah. And so... Um, he said we could stay. Things are great, son. You know, and um, Chuck is like, I don't think so. There's probably more that's going on. Yeah. So then we got where Kevin <laughs> is at Pops. He's eating by himself, and Moose and Midge come in, and uh, they show up and they invite him to join them to eat. And things get awkward for Kevin because he like he thought Moose told 
Midge, Midge about everything. Yeah, but he didn't. But he didn't. So, like, Kevin is, like, tiptoeing around Midge's questions. Because she's like, so, how did you guys become friends? And he's like, um, biology. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we were biology partners. <laughs> right. And, uh... Which, lab, is re- lab, that, lab, which is really funny. Lab yeah. partners. Yeah. Um, and then, so we go to the movie theater at the Bijou, yeah. right? Yeah, Bijou, yeah. Bijou. Um, Kevin and Josie uh, get to chat, and they kind of, like, make amends. Because, not that they were really angry with each other, but she's, like, apologizing. She's like, I'm sorry, I yeah. told you it probably should have been your dad that told you. Yeah, but, but it's a useless long time. Right. But anyways, I, and so then... We also see where Cheryl and Tony are bonding because yeah. they're both there by themselves at the movies. Mm-hmm. And um, we start to see the beginning of Choney or Shoney. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it's Shoney. That's like the hashtag. You know that how there's hashtag bughead? There's hashtag vughead. I think he says like earlier in the episode, this is like the beginning of Choney. Shoney. Okay, so anyways. Um... What what's Archie and Veronica? What is that? Is that Varchie? Varchie. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh <laughs> so we we get the core four playing Monopoly and it looks like Hiram was also playing his own game of Monopoly because they got a call that Hiram bought the register. Yeah. And Betty's like, What the F? Yeah, She's now, like, My now, mom's freaking out. Yeah, now she gets pissed. Like yeah. since it involves her, now she gets pissed about so, it. So so Hiram makes a move. He he buys out the trailer park. Yeah. And he also buys out the register. Yeah, so he owns it all now. Right, which yeah. affects both Betty and Jughead. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. Um and no, oh, what were you gonna say, Chris? No, I I I was going to say that I actually side with V in this one. Right. When when you kind of go through that. I actually side with her on it, and I, I like to do this a lot because people are like, oh my God, why would somebody yeah, buy play, this? Play devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here because this happens a lot when people buy things out. People go, oh my God, how could they do that? You can't buy it if nobody's selling it. Right. So obviously Hal, who I believe is the person that owns <coughs> that, right? Right. Hal sold it. Hal was looking to sell it. So... You can't be mad at somebody who's looking to sell something. Yeah, if they didn't want to, yeah. if they didn't want to sell it, they shouldn't have sold it. They wouldn't have sold it. Yeah, so obviously, Hal wanted to sell it. So, you know, frankly, take that attitude elsewhere, Betty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're making all the Betty and Keller fans pissed. I know. I'm... Sheriff Keller fans, Betty fans Remember, are coming after this you. This ain't the plug, but if you disagree, you can always tweet at me <laughs> at Recovery One Hundred One. <laughs> That's Ross's. That's perfect. <laughs> Take it up with Airhorn. Um, no, so basically, um, Hiram buys out the register. So Betty's upset because she's like, well, Hiram's going to um, omit anything that involves stories about him. You know what I mean? Like she's thinking big picture now too. And so, so it's Jughead. So there's kind of a fight that happens between the core four right now where they're like, well, this sucks because, um, you know, I obviously he's buying where I live and he says it's okay for us to live there now, but what's going to happen in the future? Same with the register. Yeah. Yeah, He's buying it now, but he's also going to omit any stories about him doing wrong. 
you know? Yeah, and Betty, Jughead's on Betty's side, but then Archie's on Veronica's, Veronica's side. Right. So they're, like, half and half, like... Yeah, they're, like, you know, two couples fighting, and it makes sense, because he is defending Veronica. Yeah. Because he's like, well, Veronica, it's not her fault. Like, why are you guys harping on her? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then Jughead's like, oh, we were taking away uh, Betty's uh, family's business. Right. He, he bought it, so he didn't own the business anymore. <laughs> but you right. can't take it away if he sold it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so then, so as soon as they're you're literally imploding, like Jughead says before, someone lights a match, Hiram lit that match. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they start to implode. Like, they're fighting with each other, then smash. Four black hoods break in, um, and they all surround them. And they have bats and axes and whatever. And so they're not really black hoods. They're just people in ski masks. Yeah, yeah. Which also has the worst line <laughs> in the whole episode. Which is what? This very, like, there's like a smash. And Archie was like, I forget what Archie said. But then there was just like this weird cut to Betty. And she was just like, why would you say it like that? It's like the worst line in like the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, like when I they hear the smash. It. Yeah. Archie was like, oh, my God, I think somebody's in here or something like that. And then Betty's just like, just this weird cut to her. She's like, why would you say it like that? <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. So, um, so they break in and they're like, give us your wallet. So he's like, okay, I'll take them upstairs. Like, he's like, take me upstairs to the safe. Yeah. And Archie's, and like, Archie's like, like, no alone. way am I letting you go up alone. there alone with her. Right. Which is great. Mm-hmm. That the scene and the, this is why Keija Appa, I think, is, um, I don't know, I think he's a very talented actor. You feel the intensity, and I think it's really brought up by his performance in this. Because, don't get me wrong, like, Betty and Jughead are good in, that, that, in retrospect to other stuff that they do. But I feel like the intensity is there from Archie. You know what I mean? Like, you could just tell he's, like ready to try and make a move like he he's not going to just stand there like he did when his father was shot you know what i mean yeah. and so yeah he's making up for that and you like whatever he's doing like you watch it and you like you especially when you watch archie you're just like holy crap and i i recommend uh even going to like watch that scene just watch kj abba because he really really brought out his acting chops and and like he always does, he's phenomenal. I I actually I'm a huge fan of his, but um, yeah. So he's like, no way, I'm gonna let you go up there alone. But Veronica's like, don't worry, Arch, it's okay. So they go upstairs. And she's like, hey, I recognize you. You're that guy from the store, that Cassidy guy. And he's like, shut up, <laughs> just get the money, yeah. right? And he's like looking around. Um, not paying attention to her, so she hits like this secret alarm. Yeah, behind her. Uh desk yeah like or well yeah like night table night table yeah yeah. and so uh she hits the alarm she gives them the money and they go back downstairs he's like all right everyone get on your knees so they do and he he gets his bat like he's ready to break up that monopoly game did you notice (laughs) that's what he's taking aim at he's like all right (laughs) here we go and then they hear the alarm go off yeah and that's when veronica is like you idiots. Uh, security, like, is going to be here in, in 30 seconds. Yeah. And 
it's she's like they'll shoot on arrival like they you know yeah ask questions never yeah they'll shoot and ask questions never he's like so you better get the hell out of here so they take off archie starts running yeah he sees this opportunity like screw this i'm not gonna stay here and everybody like reaches for Archie, but he's gone. Like yeah. they're all like, "No, no, Archie, no!" Yeah, and he starts running. After <laughs> he just them. goes, and so he takes off in the woods, and he pretty much tackles the one kid to the ground, uh, Cassidy, 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 and the main one, <laughs> right? And then Andre shows up, yeah. and he's like, "Let me take care yeah, of." He's this. like, "I got this from here, Archie." <laughs> yeah, and so Archie chases him down. They they're in the woods. And Archie is like, okay, you got this. Yeah, so he, he heads back. He runs away, and then he hears a gunshot. Yeah, he's leaving the woods, and that's when he hears um, a gunshot. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, oh, my God. You know, like, he probably just killed that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little intense. It's really, really intense. Uh, so we see where the McCoys and the Kellers make amends together. You see, like, the kids are like, okay, we're, we're sorry we got so upset, but yeah. you have to understand it pops. from our They're perspective. Yeah. And the parents are like, yes, we do. And the kids – and this is another thing that I love about the show, and I meant to talk about this earlier. You think the whole conflict is going to be over the kiss in the beginning because Cheryl drops that bomb. But they kind of get over it pretty quick. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like something that is dragged out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they kind of get over it pretty quick. And that's like some things that I really do like about this show. So you see where the kids forgive their parents. Um, which you probably don't agree with. No, I think they're <laughs> very, I think all four of them are very stupid. Um, so <laughs> Cheryl reveals to Tony that she, when she was younger... Uh, in middle school, uh, she loved a girl named Heather, yeah. and her mom destroyed her confidence. Basically, like Cheryl's confidence in being herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wanted her to change. She didn't want her to be uh, with girls. She wanted her to be a regular girl, right? That only likes guys, right? And so which she, is so yeah. she she tore them apart. And and so Tony is like, no, don't be ashamed of who you are. It's yeah. beautiful. It's sensational you're sensational yeah. that's what she basically says yeah. and i yeah no, love that moment I yeah that no, really nobody ever told that to, to cheryl before right because they just see her as like this this the bombshell yeah like, like this cheryl drama bombshell. drama yeah. filled like yeah you know, mean, girl, mean girl basically yeah yeah so the core four bond at pops and they're like talking about their thing they all put their hands in yeah and um and Archie doesn't tell Veronica the truth. He doesn't tell anyone. He's that he actually tracked them down. He just plays it off like yeah. he lost them in the woods. Yeah. Um, and he so he doesn't tell anyone about Andre. Yeah. But the only person that does know about Andre is obviously Hiram. Mm-hmm. And the next scene we get where Archie is told by Hiram like a valuable lesson is not never to hesitate. Yeah, yeah. Like, when it comes to family or loved, lo- loved oh, ones, do not hesitate. Yeah. And so Arch is like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, so we end where they're in the Cooper household, and it's, it's Jughead and Betty, and they're talking. He's like, listen, before I go, I just want to tell you, I get a really bad vibe from Chick. Chick. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. And he's like, 
be careful. And that's how the episode ends. And Chick is, she, like, looks upstairs and then just, like, fades to black going to, like, the Riverdale credits. Yeah. But, um, what do you think? Like, obviously, she's already aware that Chick is no good. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's old news. She right. she knows. She just wants to believe that he's, you know, a good person. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's her, hypothetically, it's her brother. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I, I don't know. I know he's had a different life than I did. But I think after the whole dead body thing, <laughs> I think she's already like, okay, a chick needs to go, yeah. especially from using my bathroom. Um, so anyways, we're on to Easter eggs and pop culture references. So uh, we get a reference to Deliverance, the 1972 film, when Jughead says, cue the dueling uh, banjos, which is the... <laughs> Um, when, when he was asked to go to the lodge, uh, lodge. And so we also get a, a reference to the 1972 film, another Wes Craven film, uh, Last House on the Left, which is a weird, crazy movie. But, uh, Jughead (laughs) says, he's like, wow, it really is the last house on the left. (laughs) Um, we get a reference to the TV show, Big Love, which starred Bill Paxton. Um, it's about like this polygamist family. And Kevin pretty much mentioned it when Moose is like, well, you could come with Midge and me to the movies. And he's like, uh, I don't really want any part of this big love thing. <laughs> um, so then we get a reference to the film, uh, it, which we actually get to see a scene and everything. Uh, the 2018 film Love, Simon, which... Uh, That's the- a good movie. Like it? Yeah, great movie. It's phenomenal, actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people um, from the cast are in the show 13 Reasons. Isn't there 13 like Reasons three why, people? Yeah, Hannah. Uh, I forget who else, but I know Hannah's in it. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Langford. And um, it's a great, really good movie. Um, and a funny thing about that movie, the person that uh, produces Riverdale. His name is Greg Berlanti. Yeah, he did. He did that movie. Yeah, he directed that movie. Yeah, yeah. And so, and he did Dawson's Creek. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. Now, at Shadow Lake, um, obviously, the death of Cassidy is something that's probably going to pop up later on. Um, so, what do you think are the repercussions of Archie? Kind of uh, turning a blind eye to that kid getting murdered. Hmm. What do you think? He um, since since they killed uh, Cassidy, Cassidy's like his other guys, like his other his his group, his team, yeah, his camp. They'll probably since they killed one of their own, like one one of their leaders. Yeah, they'll probably get together and then try to come and kill him. Oh, that's actually really, I I okay. So yeah, I mean, we'll talk about more stuff as towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting to think those other three got away, but he didn't. Yeah, he's so obviously dead. Yeah, so they'll probably get another leader, and oh. then they'll get together and then try to find him. Or you know, point the finger at Archie being the one who ran after them and stuff too. Yeah, to be like he. Killed our friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. So, I don't know. And we also get a reference to Monopoly, which um, the gang is playing. So that's the second board game we get to see this season <laughs> behind Clue, um, which was awesome. I thought that was really, really cool. So, Ross, if you want to... Plug. Uh, well, we'll let Chris go first. No, I think Ross should go first. I don't really have too much, if anything. Well, you go first, because Ross loves to talk for like five minutes about plugs. He's a... <laughs> I mean, I really don't have anything to plug, I guess. Um, uh, well, I don't know. I really... Your Twitter page? Yeah, I mean, I, I could do that, but I don't know that I want the hate mail after this episode. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you guys really want to send the hate mail, then you're just going to have to go through the other episodes where it's, <laughs> it's said. Uh, but I guess, you know, today is September 11th. I think uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention the events that happened 17 years ago and just, you know, let everyone know that, you know, that they're definitely in our thoughts. And especially now, too... Um, not only them and, you know, their families, but also all the potential victims of this new hurricane. I come on a lot and I like to plug the Red Wolves and, you know, their aid for survival. But a lot of people also don't realize with this hurricane that's coming in, it's going to affect the animals. Uh, not only, obviously, humans, of course, and property and all that other stuff. Um, but it's actually aiming straight for the Red Wolves, too, so... Just want to let everyone know that, you know, if you are listening from those areas, you know, you're definitely in our thoughts. And yeah. That's all, that's all I had for today. That's very beautiful. Thanks, man. Thanks. Now we'll have to listen to Ross's terrible plugs. <laughs> Top that, Ross. <laughs> Top that, Ross. No, um, no that was no, very, very nice. No, and, and, and he's right. Um, our thoughts are going out to anyone facing any turmoil or... Um, you know, danger with these hurricanes. Yeah, my my uncle lives in North Carolina, so he's gonna be facing all that stuff. Yeah. So and um, I mean, it, also of course, if if you're American, you know you know what this day is and and what that meant and what that still means for yeah the country and you know it really is a where were you when when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, go ahead, buddy. You can okay. start your place. Okay. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at River Dudes Pod. My personal Twitter page is at Recovery108. Um, we are now available on eight different platforms. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at River Dudes Podcast. Uh, if you guys have any questions or recommendations, you can email us um, on Gmail at the Recovery or at River Dudes Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we plan on doing a podcast, a separate podcast for, for Sabrina. New, yeah, for the new Sabrina show on Netflix this fall. So if you want to follow us on Twitter for that, it's uh, at, at Chilling Coven on Twitter. Uh, we also plan on recording Archie specials between the episodes in the middle of the, ep- uh, the middle of season two and all that. We're still doing all the specials. Um, our next special is uh, the Pussycats movie. Right? right. Yeah, that's going to be between season two and three. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing that. Um and if you listen to us on iTunes, on Applecast, uh, please rate and review us. We appreciate it if you can. Yeah. If you do. Yeah, guys. Um, anytime you give us a rate and review, we'll read it on the air. Um, so, Ross, uh, you got an email this week. Right? Oh, yeah. I did get an email. Yeah. Today. Um, and 
And we also got a new review, too. Yeah. A um, new review from our friend Al. Yeah. Um, so while you're pulling that up. I got uh, it. Oh, you got it? Okay, go ahead. Okay, this is from uh, Anya Richards. Um, hello, I have a few questions. This is from an hour ago. Um, I really like Riverdale, and I want to die to reading the comics. I don't know what she means about that, but okay. Maybe. I hope you really don't want to die when you read the comics. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you meant, but... Oh. All right, what's the best comic to start reading? She, that's her first Oh, question. um, yeah, that's that's a good question. First off, <laughs> don't die. Um, that's my biggest recommendation. Um, no, I, I would say if you uh, want to start reading Archie comics... There are so many great stories out there. EJ's a big comic fan, so he knows about all um, this. And I would say uh, some like some really cool new titles that you could dive right into. A couple years ago, Mark Wade, um, it's volume one of Archie. It's kind of like the reboot that kind of gave inspiration to start Riverdale. Um, it's just called Archie. And... Um, yeah, Mark Wade does it. It's really, really good. I have it. I love it. Um, and I would say for Sabrina, The Chilling Tales of Sabrina is really good. Volume 1, The Crucible, um, it's so good. Um, the graphic novel. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, new one. I would say Jughead the Hunger is great. Um, it's about Jughead becoming a werewolf. Oh, and then I would say Archie Afterlife is phenomenal. It's about uh, like a zombie outbreak that happens in Riverdale. Those are like some newer ones that I always like. And we have, like Archie has a bunch of like crossovers that <laughs> that I've read. Whether it's like the Predator, Archie meets the Predator, Archie meets Punisher, Archie meets. Um, uh, well, there's like right now they're doing Archie meets uh, Batman nineteen sixty six, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so. Archie meets are always awesome. She has two like more those. questions. Oh, okay, go. Uh, I really like your podcast. You listen to other podcasts, and what can you recommend? Oh, uh, well, EJ listens to a lot of podcasts. He yes, I do. A lot, yes, he so. does. Uh, Chris, do you have any that you listen to that you like? Podcasts? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't even listen to your guys' podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and he's on like every other episode. Oh my uh, god! Let me, let me think. Yeah, I think he listens to his only. Like that's yeah, right. Yeah. I don't even have. No, I don't even listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to hear his voice. Um, oh, how I, about you, Rest? Do you have any that you listen to? I listen to a Dawson's Creek podcast. I listen to the uh, the show, The Fringe. Uh, Fringe. I listen to a Fringe podcast. Um, and a lot of like New England Patriots podcasts. Oh, that's cool. Why didn't I think of that? Uh, well, what do you listen to? I don't know. I, going through my podcast history, I have River Dudes and um, yeah, but I don't listen to these guys. Oh. American military history is probably the last one I think I actually listen to. Okay. Um, I I listen to a bunch. DJ like, drives and listens to podcasts all the time. So yeah, I, whenever I'm commuting to work and stuff. So I I would recommend. Oh gosh, tons, tons of them. I if I had to pick, like I'll do a top three really fast. Um, <laughs> that I, I'm like currently like really into. Um, Mike inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, uh, the actor from Smallville. Smallville, yeah, that did. That was the uh, what was he? Um, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, I really dig that. I really like um the history of Rome with Mike Duncan. He literally 
starts with Remus and Romulus. I listened to the entire thing. Um, but he goes through Roman history the whole, in, through its entirety to the fall of the Roman Empire, which is phenomenal. It's a lot to listen to. But if you're really into Roman history, I would say listen to it. I love it. It's definitely one of my favorites. And then I would always recommend um, – I'm like tossing up like Serial or S-Town. I would say um, S-Town is a great podcast. It's a true story. It's um almost like a documentary, listening to a documentary about this guy who lived in the south in Alabama who um, – was like talking about this murder that got covered up. It's phenomenal. It's really good. But yeah, uh, one more question. Yeah, uh, in your opinion, which actor is the most like the character from the comics? I'd say Archie. KJ Apa. Yeah, yeah, I. You know, I because they yeah. do some stupid things with them every now and then. But <laughs> I, I think. I think yeah, I think him. I, I think, think KJ Apa, and I would say Veronica. I think she's actually really good. She's not as stuck up spoiled as veronica in the comics um tends to be sometimes but like i i would say her and and uh and archie kj appa are the two best mm-hmm. i don't know i like closest to their characters oh and right? we want to and pops and we want to bring up that we're doing the crossover episode next week oh yeah so next week um really fast uh I, and then i have to plug a couple things too um and and thank you, An- Anya, for Anya those Richard. questions and yeah. writing in. We really appreciate it. Um, and we also have a review, too, um, that uh, Ross will get to. But, yeah, so basically next week uh, we're doing a crossover with a different podcast, um, a different Riverdale podcast. Um, we've been contacting. We're going to try it, see how it works out. Um but basically, I don't know if we're going to discuss it in an episode. We still have to work out some of the kinks and figure out how we're going to record it and all that. But, uh, yeah, we're hoping to do a crossover with uh, Swimming in Sweetwater. Um, so, yeah, uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, like I said, I'm not sure what we're going to discuss yet, but we're looking into it. Um, really fast, I just want to plug a couple things. I want to plug this weekend um, and next weekend they're doing the Fringe Festival. Um, check it out. I have a couple of friends doing it. It's it's huge. It's awesome. Um, if you're in the area, check it out. Uh, also, we have a shout outs to a couple of our friends at Heaven Metal. Our friend L, who is um, who has been on the show, who's going to be on another episode pretty soon. Um, she's phenomenal. We also have, uh, Carmen, uh, if you want to follow him at Carmos Stamos, you can follow me on Twitter at EJ Leeson. Also, I want to plug, um, my, uh, friend growing up, uh, we were in a boy band together. One of my best friends, um, Adam Farley is coming out with his, al- uh, album, uh, free on Spotify, September 14th, 2018. And it's called all the right reasons. Um, it is so good. I cannot wait for people to hear it. And I really hope you guys can check it out because it is phenomenal. Right, dude? Yeah. No. He, he's really talented. He's a good singer. Adam's one of the most talented people that I've ever met. Yeah, I, I totally agree. He, um, <laughs> like, we were in a boy band together in, in high school and stuff. And he's 
always been great at writing and singing and uh, just anything music. He's he can, he can rap too. Yeah. But go ahead, man. Okay, this is the review. It's from L, our friend that we had on the show from Heaven Metal. Um, if you watch Riverdale and don't listen to this podcast, what are you even what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, L, again, as for always being amazing. But guys, um, we are going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And all we have to say is River, River Dudes, Dudes out. out. Chris, thanks a lot, man. Thanks. Stop.